the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday afternoon, currently 4.04 on the East Coast, here to talk about our NFL Week 7 player props. And you guys already know how we do it here on these Friday's episodes. But joining me to break down the card for the NFL Week 7 player props for the Sunday games, the voice that's all over SGPN, one of the hardest working men in the sports betting industry. It's my main man on the West Coast, Rod Via Gomez. Rod, what's going on, my man? Looking forward to Christian McCaffrey in San Francisco. I say <laughs> as I'm not necessarily all that looking forward to it, but whatever. I mean, it's going to be crazy, but another week in the NFL brings even more surprises, Moonoff, and I, I guess we shouldn't be surprised at this point. Hey, look, I know you and I were texting back and forth last night, and we said to my, uh, the Thursday night game, we're going to see at least both teams put up 30 plus points or get into the range of 60. So finally, some fireworks. Finally, we got some on Thursday night football between the Saints and the uh, Cardinals. But I think, yeah, the story that kind of stole the night last night, late last night, uh, was uh, Christian McCaffrey heading over to your San Francisco 49ers. I guess the consensus seems like, okay, it's a, it's a it seems like the 49ers are just going all for it right now, especially with the roster that they do have. But it seems like they also gave up, you know, quite a few draft capital uh, to get Christian McCaffrey there. Number one, also absorbing the contract, but also kind of, you know, giving up a second, third and a fourth round pick. I think this upcoming year, 2023, and then I think it's a fourth round pick. If I'm not mistaken for the 2024 draft, but uh, it seems like you're not as high about the move as maybe the fan base is for the 49ers. What What are you thinking? No, the guy's got to stay healthy. That's been yeah. my biggest thing. Like, I, I know that he's not injury prone. I, mm-hmm. I know people will say stay away from that, but like the guy's been injured a couple times too many for my bet. And, I, you know, he's burnt me in fantasy, so I'm not I'm not a big fan of him yet. But it, hopefully if he can stay healthy, you're right. This is kind of like one of those situations where they're they're kind of buying a Super Bowl and it's now or never, never for these guys, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it makes him really a versatile offense. I mean, now, I mean, you add a guy like CMC when healthy, like you mentioned, the guy is electric, right? He gets he gets to go back to the West Coast, played ball in Stanford. Dad Ed McCaffrey uh, as well played uh, for many years with the Denver Broncos as well. So, you know, I, th- I think that this is a move that really again gives him another option on the offensive side, and not really having to rely on Debo Samuel so much, right? Like you have Christian McCaffrey in the backfield, you can also line him up in that slot position uh, with the wide receivers. George Kittle looks good over the last two weeks as well. Uh, we know what we talked about Debo, what Debo can do for this San Francisco 49ers offense. So it's going to be exciting to see, man. Um, I, I think it's a high risk, high reward situation. I think that's just what it is for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. But uh, yeah, I think that this game this Sunday is going to be a fun one. I don't, I'm not sure if he's going to be on the field or how many snaps he's going to be playing. We'll see. But again, a great game this week uh, when the Super Bowl rematch against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about that as we kind of progress here. Um, quickly, last night, 
the kicker for me, salvage tonight. Unfortunately, I had back-to-back weeks where I went two and one. Uh, Will Lutz gets, I think, what do you have, a nine points or something like that. My best bet hit, I went one and two. Uh, Rondell Moore, I think that first quarter had a long touchdown or pass of 31 yards. I was off to a good start, but I'm not sure if he got injured or he just wasn't targeted the rest of the way. Did you see anything about that, Rod? I don't think he was it. I don't think he was targeted the rest of the way, which is weird because yeah. Uh, but then again, the defense was on the, the defense really came up for them, and they didn't need to do a whole lot after that. I mean, they yeah. they you know they kind of just padded their their stats after that and waited for either New Orleans to catch up or or whatever. So yeah, I mean, a lot of the passing stats were out the door at that point. Yeah, um, I know we I, we gave out some touchdown props. I know Taysom Hill came through. I think I messaged you right away once he hit that. Uh, but how did your player props turn out last night? Uh, let's see. Kyler, I had over 34 and a half attempts. So uh, I actually don't remember if that one hit because I kind of tuned out after the defense scored the second time. <laughs> I think I tuned out around uh, halftime because I thought that game was over. He had 29 last night. Yeah, okay. So he didn't he didn't have as many attempts. Again, he didn't need to because the, the offense wasn't on the field nearly as much. Um, Taysom over 31 and a half rushing. Uh, that didn't hit, right? He wasn't over 31. No, he only had nine last night, unfortunately. He only had three carries, but he was involved in the offense a lot. I honestly thought coming out of the halftime that Taysom Hill might just take over as a starting quarterback and we would have a chance there. But I knew as soon as they kind of fell behind two possessions that we're going to start throwing the football a little more. So uh, I thought the script was there for them, but just those two pick sixes by Andy Dalton just kind of you know shattered a lot of props that we were on. Yeah, Cameron Jordan didn't get uh, – he got a half a sack. He didn't get – 0.75 of a sack and then Hopkins was not in the end zone so rough night overall for my props that's for sure you look it just seemed like last night it was just DeAndre Hopkins and just get all over the DeAndre Hopkins props last night I think everything went over for him 10 receptions 103 yards 14 targets I think that's something that we'll have to uh, discuss going forward all right why don't we just put that in the past and we'll just move on to the NFL week uh, seven Sunday uh, prop bets. I think that we've been having more success with those. And before we get into those, let me tell you guys where you can find these prop bets. That's over at WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Well, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. And looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, a winner... Last week's winner of the biggest winners club was a New York better who hit a 150 to one parlay on all live money line wagering. He bet $110 and 40 cents to win $16,743 and 56 cents. Win bet truly is hashtag DGENs only. There's so much to choose from and All you got to do is head over to sports gambling slash win bet. So they know that we sent you that sports gambling slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in a state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 All right, Rod, let's get into our player props, my man, for NFL week seven. I will let you lead it off. What are we uh, starting off with here? Uh, I want to go into this Cleveland game and I want to give you Jacoby Brissett. I noticed that this number was quite low, in my opinion. Uh, it's 218 and a half passing yards. Um, I'm going to give that over. That's at minus 115. Look, he's only had one game this season where he hasn't gone over 218 yards. I, I, I'm not quite sure why it's this low. Um, and and yet only Mitch Trubisky and Marcus Mariota did not do this uh, against the, the opponent here for Cleveland. So 
again, I, I'm feeling like this is a Jacoby Brissett game where he's going to come out and throw. Um, so I, I very much enjoy uh, this prop because again, Jacoby Brissett, we, we don't give him a whole lot of credit for what he's done so far, but he's thrown the ball particularly well. And yep. like I said, two eighteen and a half just feels like a very low total um, for for this. I think that uh, this might be a game where their Browns are playing from behind, and I think that's just going to f- uh, force um, Jacoby Prasad to throw the football a lot more uh, this week. Um, they are, yeah, they're playing the Baltimore Ravens, and you know the Baltimore Ravens are going to number one come in extra motivated extra motivated after what happened last week against the New York football giants. And then now this is a big divisional game as well, right? Like for the, for the Baltimore Ravens, you don't want to fall to th- uh, three and four, especially in this division uh, that just opens up the door for everybody in this division. So, you know, I think uh, uh, we'll, we'll see a game plan where Baltimore is running the ball. And I think they're going to have success. And I think that they do get out to a two possession lead that, that's going to force Jacoby Prasad to throw the football. And, you know, we talked about it all throughout the season up until this point, that the secondary has really struggled for the Cleveland, uh, sorry, for the Baltimore Ravens. So I think there should be opportunities for guys like Amari Cooper to get into this uh, secondary and then make some plays and get some yardage dragged up and, and get Jacoby percent over this number of 218 and a half for his passing yards. Yeah. All right. I just feel oh, like yeah, good. No, I just feel like it's a low number. That's all. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, all right, for my first player prop, I think we talked about this a couple weeks back, Rod, um, when we talked about the Commanders and the uh, Bears game. And then that game, I had taken Justin Fields' longest completion over 32 and a half. He ended up with a reception, uh, or sorry, a longest completion of 40 yards. I'm going to go back to that well. Aaron Rodgers' longest completion over 35 and a half yards. Um, look, the Commanders' defense has now allowed every single quarterback that they have faced to throw a long completion of at least 40 yards down the field. Now, the commander's defense has a pissed-off Aaron Rodgers coming into town. And another the wide receiver situation is not as great as it was, obviously, when you had a guy like Devontae Adams on this Packers offense. But um, Aaron Rodgers had, has at least a long completion of 35, 35 yards or more in four out of the five games this season, whether that's going to be to, uh, whether it's going to be to Dobbs, whether that's going to be to Christian Watson, whether that's to Ellen Lazard. This secondary, like I mentioned, the commander's secondary has given it up every single week of 40 yards or more. And we're just asking Rodgers, like we did for Justin Fields, to be in that 30 range. Fields got 40. There's no reason why Aaron Rodgers should not be able to take advantage of this. So at least asking him to get a long completion of at least 36 yards uh, is something that is doable. Now, if he doesn't get this done, I think there's going to be some serious red flags because he would be the only quarterback that wouldn't have gotten it done against his uh, commander's defense. But I'm going to bank on the 100% success rate so far on this rod. Aaron Rodgers, longest completion over 35 and a half yards. You know, he may not have the wealth of, of receiving talent that he used to have, but I mean, I can see him completing one to Dobbs and and really just, uh, even if it's like a 20-yarder and he takes, you know, 10, 15, 20 yards, yards after catch, um, that's well within all of these receivers that he has, uh, their talent level, so... Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think that is because you're right. <laughs> Washington hasn't been good at all this season. No. All right, let's get over to your next player, Prob Rod. What do you got? All right, I want to take uh, Rashad White over there in Tampa. Um, I, I don't know why this is here. I don't know why this this prop was there, uh, but I found it very fascinating that it was. His longest rush uh, is is set at eight and a half, and it's at plus money. It's at plus one hundred. I'm going to take the under 
on this one. Rashad White's not getting a ton of carries and a ton of work. I'm not even sure why his name is on there, but I'm okay with, with him being on there uh, because I'm going to take the under at plus money on this one. Look back at what he's done. He's had long rushes of five yards, two yards, four yards, seven yards, and eight yards. I mean, he, I, the guy hasn't even broken, but like 20 some odd yards in a game altogether, you know, four carries here and there. He got six carries, two carries, three carries, five carries, four carries. He's not getting a ton of work, not getting a ton of yardage, and he's definitely not getting the yards per carry uh, that you would want out of a guy who you're bringing in every once in a while. Um, Fournette, though, you look at some of his long carries, 24, 12, 3, 14, 21. I'm sorry, this is the number of carries he had. 24, 12, 3, 14, and 21. His longs this season have been 13, 6, 3, 14, 13. So even Leonard Fournette is not gaining a ton of yards uh, in one chunk against or, or with this Tampa Bay offensive line. So... Again, this is not. I think this is where Tom Brady comes out and reasserts dominance, or at least mm -hmm. tries to, because yeah. he's he's pretty pissed off himself. So I, I don't think Rashad White's going to see that much playing time, and when he does, he hasn't been effective. And he again, he hasn't gone over this mark at all this season. So give me uh, Rashad White under eight and a half rushing yards. Longest rush, uh, Tim? You mean, or is it rush yards? I'm sorry, longest rush. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure. Um, I, I like it. I think the, the one thing about this Carolina defense is that they have been above average. It's just the offense that has been the issue for this team, right? We, 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 especially this week with all the news that kind of came out one with last week, Matt rule being fired this week, Robbie Anderson getting dismissed from the team from the sideline that eventually getting traded over to the, um, to the Arizona Cardinals. We saw the C we talked about CMC at the top of the show. I just think that this is going to be one of those games, like you mentioned, that Tom Brady comes in, throws like 50-plus times in this game, which is really going to limit the opportunities for these running backs to run the football. I'm sure the opportunities will be there when they're kind of trying to close out the game, but even since, ever, even then, I've seen Tom Brady still throw the football all over the field when they're up by you know double digits or two, three possessions. So, um, yeah, I don't expect uh, White to have a lot of um, – Tar not targets, but I guess uh, snap counts in this game. I think it's gonna really going to be uh, the Leonard Fournette show, but more importantly, I think uh, the Tom Brady show. And also what you mentioned, that, that offensive line, we saw the clips on Twitter, Rod, that Tom Brady was just chewing them out last week against that Pittsburgh Steelers uh, game last week. So, yeah, hopefully this one does sneak under the, under the number for us. Um, speaking of that game, I'm going to stay in that game as well, and I'll, I'll take a wide receiver for the um, – Tampa Bay Buccaneers side, Chris Godwin over 62 and a half receiving yards. So, um, kind of went back and looked at the history that Chris Godwin has had against the uh, Carolina Panthers, and he's had plenty of success. Uh, over his last four career games, um, he's had, well, let me start by this. He's had seven career games against the Carolina Panthers, and he has gone over this projection of 62 and a half in five of those seven games, including four straight games. And in those four games that he's gone over 62 and a half yards, in three of those games, he's had, he's had at least 100 receiving yards in those games. I know Godwin is dealing with the injury, with the knee issue, but I think this, this Panthers defense, like we just talked about, is going to face a pissed-off Bucks team. I think the offensive line should protect Tom Brady better. And I think that Tom Brady's just going to throw the football, football all over the field. And they're going to rack up the points against this Panthers defense. I know we just talked about how they, they traded away Robbie Anderson, CMC. 
And I think that, again, this is a deflated Panthers team with just so much happening right now. They, The concentration really is not about football right now. For some of these players, it might be, hey, let's try to get the hell out of here um, and, and try to get traded like the, the two other guys got traded uh, this week to this uh, for this Carolina Panthers team. So, again, I, I think that we can talk about the game strip. Tom Brady probably throwing the football all over the field and just a pure success that Chris Godwin has had. Uh, against his Panthers team, uh, I'm going to go over Chris Godwin over 62 and a half receiving yards uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiving group. Rod, somebody's got to <laughs> honestly, <Yeah. laughs> somebody has to. That that's really what this is all about. If Tampa wants to stay competitive in the NFC, somebody has to catch more than 63 yards, and and it's I mean a good a bet as any as Chris Godwin because we've seen him do it before. Yeah, and last week, look, he had 12 uh, targets, six uh, receptions, and 95 yards for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So hopefully that's momentum that he can carry into this game against the Panthers. And again, I know this season he's been dealing with that uh, knee issue, but this was the first time he got over this number. So hopefully that can carry over for him into this game against the Panthers. Um, Before we keep it moving here, there's another platform where you can bet on these uh, player props, and that's at No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in a pick'em contest versus other people for the shot at winning two hundred fifty thousand plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus house and twenty extra entry if you hit all of your picks. Bet on up to five player props, over-unders, or individual player matchups for every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. So if you do, head over to NoHouseAdvantage.com. Make sure to use promo code SGPN because you will get a first deposit match of up to $25. That's, again, NoHouseAdvantage.com, promo code SGPN. Ross, we're about to buy Babbel. Babbel is a language for life. And, again, if you're like me, you really didn't pay attention in those foreign language classes in high school. It was just something that you wanted to tick, uh, check off of your list, get the credits, and graduate and get on with your life. But you're probably regretting that decision now. And, look, Babbel's here to save that for you. With Babbel – it's an addictively fun and easy bite-sized lesson plans. So you can finally cross off learning that new language that's maybe on your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start by having real-life conversations and new languages in as little as three weeks. They have 14 different languages you can choose from, Spanish, French, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve uh, your pronunciation and accent. There's so many different ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription, so go to babbel.com SGP. That's babbel.com SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. All right, Rod, let's keep the train rolling here, my man. Next player prop on the uh, docket. What do you got? Well, I didn't mean to to say that. Oh, actually, you know what? Let's do this. Uh, I, I didn't have a player prop so much as a game prop, and I didn't mean to stay within the same game, but it just sort of jumped out at me. Uh, sure. But I've got Carolina and Tampa Bay over nine and a half punts in the game. Because um, okay. look, it, CMC's gone, right? Yeah. Robbie Anderson, gone. Like they've had the ghost of Baker Mayfield throwing the ball. Uh, and, and these guys have punted quite a bit. In fact, in their last few games, uh, the numbers kind of gone up a little bit too. They five, five, six, four, three, seven. So even by themselves, all they need is for Tampa to only kick two or three and they pretty much hit this prop. Well, thankfully for them, Tampa has in the last few games, 
three punts, six punts, six punts, four punts, five punts. So even Tampa is not moving the ball all that well. We talked about a pissed off Tom Brady. Sure. But also, uh, you know, they, they'll run into the risk of, of punting just as much too. And like I said, all, all either one of these teams need is five punts apiece. And that's highly reachable for both of these teams, especially given the fact that we may get another seven punt game out of uh, Carolina this week with those two weapons missing. Yeah. I mean, again, you laid it out there, right? We, we just, we just talked at volumes about CMC being traded and Robbie Anderson being traded now that PJ, otherwise PJ Walker starting again for this team. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, he didn't have a very good game last week uh, against the Rams, right? And again, that's one of the more tougher front sevens in the entire league. And Tampa Bay came into the season rated as one of the better uh, defenses as well. So, I, again, I would be shocked if I didn't see the Panthers punting in this game six to seven times and where you only need the Bucks to maybe punt it three, four times uh, in this game. So I think that can get over this number definitely, over this number of nine and a half uh, for this game, for punts to go over nine and a half uh, between the Panthers and the Buccaneers. All right, uh, I'll keep it rolling here, Rod, uh, with uh, next player prop. I'm going to go with Travis Etienne, rushing and receiving over 71 and a half yards. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and Etienne is starting to get more uh, targets, more snap counts as the season kind of progresses here. seems like James Robinson is starting to take that backseat or be that number two guy uh, in this backfield for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But over the last two weeks, ETN has accumulated 108 total yards and 114 respectively. He's had at least 10 rush attempts over the last two weeks and been targeted in the passing game as well. But the stat that really stuck out to me about ETN is that his pass catches are really going for long completions. On the season, the Giants ranked dead last in opponent yards per rush attempt, and that has been consistent over the last three weeks as well, where they ranked number 31 in that same category. So, again, Travis uh, – sorry uh, – Trevor Lawrence having that rapport with um, Travis Etienne going back to their days at Clemson. It's starting to translate now for this offense for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think the last two weeks are really an indication of how much, you know, how many snap counts that Travis Etienne is getting. He's gotten uh, into double, uh, sorry, triple digits as far as rushing and receiving. And this Giants defense just has not been very good against a rush or particularly against the uh, running back position. So I think this might be another big week for Travis Etienne to get over this number. So rushing and receiving over 71 and a half yards here, Scott. Uh, sorry, Rod. <laughs> I talked to Scott uh, like five times this week. <laughs> I, I Listen, I don't blame you. You're lucky I'm not calling you Cody. Uh, look, I, as much as I don't like to say it, yes. I mean, James Robinson has seen such a decline over the last few weeks, and it sucks because I, I was so high on him coming into the season. He produced well, and, and now it just seems like ETN is sort of taking over this backfield. So, yeah, any prop on him is a good prop, as much as I hate to say it, for my fantasy team and just in real life. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it rolling. What do you got next? All right. I've got CD lamb over 70 and a half receiving yards. The guy's done this in half of the game so far this season. Uh, you look at what Jacoby Myers even did uh, last week or not last week, but this season so far uh, over or against this, the uh, opponents of the Cowboys. He had a lot, 111 yards. Uh, let's see both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett went yeah. over this uh, total. KJ Osborne hit this total. <laughs> I mean, like people are going left and right over. Uh, so I, I definitely like CeeDee Lamb's ability to hit this mark as well. Because look, Dak's back, right? I yep. mean, nothing more than Dak being back uh, to cure all of CeeDee Lamb's uh, ills so far this season. And you better believe 
that they're going to try to rekindle some magic and uh, and get CeeDee Lamb well over 70 and a half rushing yards this week. Um, I also have CeeDee Lamb as a player prop, but I took his longest reception over 23 and a half. So I think we're on the same page here about this. Look, they, they play the Lions this week, and we know how bad this defense is of the Detroit Lions, right? Their passing defense ranks number 26 in opponent yards for completion, number 29 in opponent yards per pass attempt, and number 26 in opponent passing yards per game. Lions defense has allowed a minimum of one opposing wide receiver to go over this projection in every single one of their games so far this season. I understand that they're coming off the bye week, but bad defenses travel. I don't think that one bye week is going to cure how bad this defense has been for the Detroit Lions. CeeDee Lamb this season has gone over this projection in every game he's played in except for one. Now you're getting Dak Prescott back. We know that the chemistry that those two guys have developed over the last two seasons. There may be a little concern uh, of how much they are going to be throwing the ball with Dak coming back from that thumb injury. But I think last week was an indication where he could have come back in that game against Philly, but they held him out an extra week to come back against his Lions defense, which has been absolutely atrocious, like I just laid out the numbers. So you and I both are in agreement here. Over 70.5 receiving yards for CeeDee Lamb, longest reception over 23.5. So maybe he has an 80-yard catch uh, from uh, Dak Prescott, and we could just uh, put the ball on that one there, Rod. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, I love it. Uh, all right, we are the last ones now? Yeah, we are. Actually, TD props, right? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, I have I got, one more player prop, but you can start with TD. Okay. Uh, I got Austin Eckler as the first TD, right? Again, I double-checked and triple-checked, but Munaf's going to do this because I've been known to not do it right. Uh, Austin Eckler, <laughs> first TD. He's at plus 500 for the first TD. Look, he scored in the last three games. I just think that this is, uh, you know, look, the Chargers were embarrassed, <laughs> honestly, yeah. the last mm-hmm. time they were out. You know, they, they should have put away... Uh, they're the, the Broncos right on Thursday night football did not do that. Now they get a chance to come out and try to clear their name. Uh, and I think they're going to end up doing that. And that that's going to start and end with Austin Eckler, especially at home against the Seahawks. Um, I would not be surprised to see him punch the ball through for the first time uh, of the game. Yeah. Five to one right now is what I'm seeing for first touchdown score for Austin Eckler. Um, yeah, look, he's been heavily more involved in this offense. I know they get Keenan Allen back this week, but again, I, I think I talked about this with Scott on the afternoon uh, uh, betting preview that we did for NFL Week 7, um, that not exactly sure how many snaps or how many counts that Keenan Allen will even be in the game for because he is dealing with that hamstring issue. But Austin Eckler, I think, still will be the forefront of this offense and the attack for the Chargers offense um, just because, like I mentioned, it has been very good. Now he gets to go up against the Seattle team. That defensively, last week they did great against Arizona Cardinals, but overall for the season they've been involved in shootouts. And I think this this total is kind of indicative of what type of game these uh, the books are expecting with it sitting at fifty and a half. And I think a big part of that will have to be Austin Eckler, whether that's you know in the passing game, running game, or especially in the red zone. So if the Chargers get the ball first, I expect them to get that ball down the field. They expect Austin Eckler to be heavily involved especially in the red zone, if they get to a goal-to-goal situation and handing it off to Austin Eckler. So at 5-1, to one, uh, I do like that for Austin Eckler. Um, let me get out my last player prop here, and then I'll, I'll throw in some touchdown props here as well. Um, I'm going to go with Alec Pierce of the um, Indianapolis Colts uh, to get over 43.5 receiving yards. There seems to be a great connection <coughs> excuse me, between Ryan and Pierce 
since week one of the season. Pierce has had at least five targets for the offense in every game since uh, then, but more importantly, he's gone over this projection in every game since week one. In fact, in that span, he's had at least two games where he's had 80 or more receiving yards, including game earlier this season against uh, the Titans. Uh, and in that game, he had, uh, like I mentioned, 80 receiving yards. I know they get Jonathan Taylor back this week, so maybe they run the ball a little more. But I think that the attention on defense uh, for the Titans may be on Michael Pittman, where he didn't have a great game opening up opportunities for a guy like Alec Pierce to get over 43 and a half receiving yards in this AFC South divisional game. And again, a big game for both of these teams, you know, battling in that AFC South for that first place to, for to be the division winner. So again, Titans went into the uh, Colts building in their on their home field, got a victory there. Looks like the Colts are trying to get to go in there and, and return the favor and try to win on the Titans uh, in the Titans building there. So I think Alec Pierce is going to be a big part of what the Colts' offense is going to want to do. And last week, it seemed like that may have figured some things out on offense because they played a little bit more up tempo. And Matt Ryan, by far, by far, Rod had the best game of the season so far for the Colts. Yeah, Matt Ryan seems to be coming around. So uh, I, I think, I, I, dare I say he's heating up? But, I mean, he yeah. may be heating up, you know? And he has to, right? Um, all right, let me give out some uh, touchdown props here. Uh, let me start with, God, I wish the, the market has adjusted on Saquon Barkley. He's now at minus 135, so that's not fun. Um, you know what I'm going to do? We talked a lot about that Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers game. I think there may be some mistakes made in that game. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense could get into the end zone. Not for a first touchdown, but I'm going to go anytime touchdown. Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense at 5-1 to one as well. Um, P.J. Walker, he's going to make some mistakes. We saw it last week. He made some mistakes. He just didn't look comfortable, again, coming into this game against a motivated um, Buccaneers team who, let's just say, has been – underperforming for the season so far as far as expectations took a L last week as a nine and a half point road favorite to the Steelers going back on the road. I don't think they want to make that mistake again. I think this defense will be up for it. I think they can either intercept the ball, get a pick six or a sack, you know, fumble scoop and score for this Buccaneers defense, or even, you know, running a, a punt return back. So I'll give out uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers five to one uh, for um, anytime touchdown their run. I love it. I mean, again, it's Carolina. They're they're in a mess right now. I mean, offensively, it would not surprise me at all to see somebody screw up and, and Tampa Bay take advantage of that. Yeah. Any more uh, touchdown props you have? I'm all good. All right. Uh, before we get into best bets, let me tell you guys about <coughs> Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the uh, fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with included cloud-based DVR+. Plus. There's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. Last but not least, we're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So to take advantage of this, all you got to do is go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Odds Trader, the number one site. 
for all your game day bets. All right, Rod, let's close it out strong here, my man. Let's give out our best bets before we get out of here. I'll let you uh, have the floor first. Uh, what's your best bet for this week for NFL Week 7 player props? I'm feeling the CD Lamb over 70 and a half receiving yards. Again, I just, if, if nothing else, I'm going to lean on the Dak Prescott being back angle because this Cowboys team, they got a lot to prove now, uh, now that Dak's back because Cooper held it down. Dak's got to prove that he's still a good enough quarterback to keep his job. I laugh, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush set the bar pretty high in his absence. And I think Dak wants to come back strong. CD Lamb's obviously the better receiver in that, gro- in that group. So, I, yeah. I even expect a hundred yard day out of him. So this 70 and a half just seems like child's play. Yeah. Uh, agreement, man. That's why I, I had the longest reception for CD lamb. I think getting Dak back and again, just, just going up against defense. I think there should be yards all over the field for the Dallas Cowboys offense. So definitely love it. Best bet for rod CD lamb over 70 and a half receiving yards. Uh, for my best bet, I got sick with the one that has a hundred percent success rate. My man, uh, Aaron Rodgers over, or sorry, his longest completion over 35 and a half yards. Not going to get into the handicap again. It's happened for every single quarterback up until this time. Aaron Rodgers pissed off. That's all you need to know. Maybe MBS gets it. Romeo Dobbs. Somebody's going to have that long reception for this team. Like I mentioned, he's done it, I think, in every single game except for one. So longest completion for Aaron Rodgers over 35 and a half against his Washington Commanders uh, defense. All right, Rod, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the NFL, sorry, NFL, the propcast of NFL uh, Week 7 player props. A uh, lot of stuff happening in the NFL. We're getting close to approaching the halfway point, my man. But uh, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, bud? Man, it, it's Friday. For those of, for those of you who don't it's know, Friday, yeah, yeah Moonoff <laughs> and I host about five or six different shows, probably a good third or at least a half of the show's on the SGPN network. So if you catch us calling each other by each other's names, not remembering or <laughs> hosting, it's Friday. So, you know, <laughs> we're, we're at the end of a very long week. But no, listen, it's been fun. Always is fun. I, I love this uh, this time we spend together, Moon Off, and yeah. uh, getting to, to break down props. Uh, definitely love all of you guys out there for listening. Thank you so much. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There's a link in my bio where you can find all of the work that uh, I got going on here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it's In Between Media, whatever it is, link in the bio, it's all there. Yeah, make sure to follow uh, Rod over on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Make sure to head up to the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And again, you can follow me on Twitter at sportsnerd824. Rod, I still have one more pod to do. I got MLB playoffs. Uh, and that will be my end of the week for as far as pods. So, yeah, all both of us are all over the network, but uh, we're putting in the work, and hopefully our listeners are enjoying it. All right, that's going to do it. Like I said, we'll be back next week, next Thursday night, for the uh, Thursday night football game. Uh, till then, good luck with your picks. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>